Hey everybody, this is J.D. Andreski with Trackstar Sports giving you some NBA breaking news. This afternoon, the Golden State Warriors released a statement regarding the injury to Stephen Curry, who suffered a grade 2 left MCL sprain on March 23rd. He has missed the team's last 13 games. Um, the update that they've given here on Steph is that he will begin to participate in modified team practices starting tomorrow, and the intensity of his on-court rehabilitation will continue to increase. The doctors will be reevaluating him again in one week. The Warriors have been doing just fine without him here in the playoffs. They currently have a 3-0 lead over the San Antonio Spurs. They've won all of those games rather easily and have a chance to sweep the Spurs in Game 4 on Sunday afternoon. Looking to this weekend, um, there are a lot of key games coming up starting tonight. And going into Saturday and Sunday, I want to give you guys my top three most important games for the playoffs this weekend. We're going to start with the game tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern. The Indiana Pacers will host the Cleveland Cavaliers for game three of this first round matchup. It's tied one to one. Indiana had the big win, game one in Cleveland, and then game two, LeBron just took over. He scored 20 points along with six rebounds and three assists in the first quarter. Cleveland ended up winning that game by just three. So this game could really end up deciding possibly who wins the series. Game three is known as arguably the most pivotal game, obviously aside from elimination games or game seven. Um, But this one could really decide who ends up winning it. It took a monster performance from LeBron just to get a three-point win over Indiana. you got to wonder if he has enough in him to do that for the entirety of a series. And even if he does, are the Cavs in trouble for the rest of the playoffs? Because if that's what it takes to get just through Indiana, they could be in trouble because there are a lot more competitive teams past Indiana. That's no disrespect to Indiana. I think they've done a great job this season. Victor Oladipo, I think, may be the most improved player of the year. But Cleveland has a lot to work on if they want to get past Indiana and the rest of the teams in the East. But if they want to do that, they first need to win Game 3. And Indiana needs to stop that from happening at any cause possible. Indiana cannot afford to fall back on LeBron James. They give him a 2-1 lead, and it's going to be very hard to climb back and take control of this series. If Indiana wants to win the series... This may sound kind of obvious, but they need to stay ahead in the series. That's the only way. I can't imagine a scenario in which Indiana comes back from a deficit in a series, especially if the Cavs are able to get to three wins first. So this game could very well end up deciding who wins this Pacers and Cavs series. Another game that I believe is extremely important here this weekend is Saturday when Miami hosts the Philadelphia 76ers for Game 4. The 76ers won Game 3 in Miami in a very tightly contested contest. Neither team wanted to back down. It was very physical. The final score ended up being 128-108. to Philly outscoring the Heat 32-14 to in the fourth quarter. The big headline from that game, of course, was Joel Embiid returning to the lineup in his playoff debut in 30 minutes, he had 23 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and 3 blocks. Not to mention able to put up 15 free throws. He knocked down 10 of them and was 3 of 4 from the 3-point line. This game is do or die really for the Heat. 
Um, if Philly has a 3-1 lead going back into Philadelphia, I think we could see this one closing in five games. These games have been very competitive. The Heat have been putting in their best effort. And this, uh, even though it ended up being a 20-point Philadelphia win, it was pretty close throughout the majority of this game. It certainly wasn't a cakewalk for Philadelphia like game one was. It really wasn't until that fourth quarter where things just sort of took over. There were 17 lead changes throughout the game. It was tied 13 times, so it was competitive for the first three quarters, but Philadelphia was just too much in that fourth. I imagine that they'll continue that momentum from the fourth quarter last night into Saturday afternoon for that game, and I see them getting the 3-1 lead, but Miami has to do everything it possibly can to avoid that. That's going to be a great game for NBA fans to watch. And the third most important game, I think, for teams here in this weekend's playoffs is Game 3 of the Utah Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder Series. It's tied 1-1. Utah was able to steal Game 2 on the road against the Thunder, even with a banged-up Donovan Mitchell, um, his toe, maybe not 100%. It was a game-time decision and ended up playing in it and looks to be completely healthy for this Game 3. Donovan Mitchell surpassed a record set by Michael Jordan for most points in the first two games of a playoff career. Donovan Mitchell has been absolutely outstanding for the Jazz in this series and in the entirety of the regular season. And if the Jazz want to win, they have to keep relying on him, but they have to start finding um, some other options on offense. Derek Favors was able to put up 20 for them in Game 2, and Ricky Rubio was able to put up 22. I can't imagine Rubio going 5 of 8 from deep again in the series. Um, Favors is a 20-point threat. I think that's reasonable. However, 8 of those were on off. He had 8 offensive rebounds, giving him a lot of second-chance points. So again, I think that the Favors and Rubio contributions, they're not going to combine for 42 points. Um, It's just not going to happen. So Utah's going to have to look for scoring somewhere else. Joe Ingles only had three points in game two. They need him to step up and take over some of that offensive slack. And for the Thunder, they just need to start working as a team in the fourth quarter. The big three, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook went just 0-14 combined in the fourth quarter of Game 2. A lot of hero ball, a lot of isolation basketball. They need to get out of that and attempt something different in the fourth quarter. Billy Donovan's got to start, got to start drawing up plays that gets everybody involved. Paul George, after hitting an onslaught of threes, I believe it was eight three-pointers in Game 1. He went just 4 of 12 in Game 2. So the Thunder need to start both teams, really, is just who can play the better team basketball, I think, is what it's going to come down to if either team wants a shot. This game is going to be very important. Another 1-1 tie that will be split by Game 3. Those are always important and I think will lead to some exciting basketball this weekend. I'm going to wrap it up here for Trackstar Sports. I'm J.D. Andreski. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to hit up the Facebook page that we've got at Debate Field Trackstar Sports. We want to hear your comments. Um, any games that you think I left out that are more important? Um, do you have arguments that some of these games shouldn't be important? Um, or any of these series that I talked about maybe already over and watching the rest of these games isn't even important? 
get on the comments sections. We love to see different opinions and get some debates going. That's the whole point of this. Uh, be sure to check in to our Twitter feed as well at Trackstars Sport, and you can follow us on Anchor, where we post all of our podcasts covering a variety of sports. Until next time, I'm JD Andreski signing off for Trackstars Sports.